Hey there, and welcome to another Happy Hour Express edition of the Stripe Show podcast. I'm your forever host, Samantha Marks. It is a beautiful Friday here in Orlando, Florida. It's Friday, August 6th. Um, To be honest with you, we are recording this in the mid-morning, so the Starbucks is coming in hot. Um, I've been to Starbucks almost every day this week, but we don't need to talk about that. Um, We're bringing you your latest golf news here in about 10 or 15 minutes, but we also have something fun on the docket today. I had an idea, you know, late last night in bed thinking about how I can embarrass my boyfriend today. And the thought came to mind that I'm going to quiz you on some tough golf trivia. And I I always say that you're a nerd and I think you kind of know that you're a nerd, but how do you think you're going to stand up to some pretty tough trivia questions out there? Well, you accused me of studying a little bit beforehand, which (laughs) is not true. I think uh, I'm up to the challenge and I'm ready to see what you can uh, throw my way. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in golf first. Um, We've got the Women's Olympics wrap up on Saturday morning. We've got Nellie Korda in the lead right now. Um, it's been a while since we've watched golf in the Olympics, general thoughts about the women and the men watching the last couple of weeks. I think it's a great way to showcase the global game. You know, I've read a couple articles that say this is very similar to what they did at the 2014 U.S. Open Pinehurst and, um, kind of showcasing the men and the women together is great. Um, that element of it, as well as just, uh, showcasing golfers from other countries and the, how the game is evolving globally. If you could change the format, because I think we can all agree that stroke play is probably not what we want to be watching. If you could change the format, what would that look like for you? Um, I think like sort of a round robin team event, like in the other sports that you see at the Olympics, like beach volleyball or basketball. Um, I think that would be fun to see and sort of a bracket where you have um, not just individuals, but um, individuals competing together with their country. Um, But you know, I think they use the 72 hole stroke play just with scheduling and the fact that it's you know the most successful format. But I think a lot of people would love to see that same style team format round robin with the countries. Yeah, we know. When I talked to Cara Banks um, here last Friday on the podcast, she was saying that, you know, it's interesting. You think about a bracket format and you don't want to lose the Rory McIlroy's in the first round. Right. right. So there's there's obviously reasons that they've done it the way that they do. Um, I think most everybody would want to see a mixed team event. I would love to see like, you know, Nellie Corda and Justin Thomas going at it against mm-hmm. those other countries. I think that would be incredible. So it'll be interesting to see how, um, how the Olympics evolves over the years now that it's back after several years. Um, but it's been fun to watch. We've also got um, Memphis this week um, where some big names are playing and playing well. Bryson went on a little bit of a run yesterday. Have you kept up with that at all? A little bit. I saw Phil was sort of up there somewhat, um, but it kind of seems like a lot of these big names haven't played since the Open, so we'll see how they, um, the guys that came off the Olympics and also the guys that haven't played in the last few weeks, how they how they fare. Yeah, we were, you know, Travis and Coachman do that cash out with the coaches show, and a good point that Coachman made was that to not bet on players who are coming from Tokyo. I mean, they've got to be exhausted, you know, um, especially with the travel and being so far away. And you look at guys like Patrick Reed, this is their fourth week in a row. And that includes playing in a 13-hour time difference. So that's just crazy. Yeah, and I did see that at the last second, um, they did charter a flight from Tokyo to Memphis. And I know some guys said they would have gotten to the Olympics if they knew that was was the case. But uh, I'm sure that helps, you know, get the guy's schedules on track for the next week. Yeah. And then the last thing we always talk about is Brooks versus Bryson. Give me your hot takes. I think Bryson's playing really well. I think for the rest of the season, um, 
you know, there's no more majors, but I think I think Bryson will heat up in the playoffs. You know, Brooks is always able to play well, but I think Bryson has the upper hand a little bit on the on the rest of the season. It's my, my but prediction. what do you think about their feud, not just the play? Um I would say that Bryson I think Brooks is definitely seeking attention. That's my opinion. Um Bryson Bryson is as well, but I don't see the hostility from Bryson yeah. quite as much as, as Brooks um, and, and just from the interviews and his tone of voice. Um, but we'll see. It'll be interesting to see. I'm sure they're really going to gun it out the rest of the season for the playoffs. And, um, and the Ryder Cup. And the Ryder. And we'll see. You know, I don't think they're going to play together at the Ryder Cup, <laughs> obviously, but uh, it'll be interesting to see their dynamic there as well and, and how they bring potentially bring that into the team room or, or leave it on the table. Rapsodo mobile launch monitor, improve your golf swing today. Pro level launch data in the palm of your hand. It is very accurate within 2% of a $20,000 unit. The Rapsodo MLM app automatically tracks stats and stores video with shot tracer helpful for club gapping and understanding true distances for each club, Rapsodo MLM provides immediate feedback, data, and creates a better practice environment, not mindlessly hitting balls. Extremely portable, cases about the size of a rangefinder. And you know what? You can use it both indoors and outdoors. I love this launch monitor. It's the Rapsodo mobile launch monitor. Check it out at rapsodo.com, R A P S O D O.com. Rapsodo.com. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Okay, are you ready to start with the trivia? I'm ready. Give me your best shot. All right. These are all random trivia questions um, we found on Google. Uh, Connor does not have any idea what the, like, category is. I just told him they're golf-related. Um, I told him I wasn't going to go as deep as, say, like, who won the 2005 U.S. Women's Am. But some of them are tricky. They're mostly mm-hmm. big names. Um kind of stuff that maybe you'll know. So we'll just go ahead and start. And I supposedly didn't study it all beforehand. So. I think he did. I think he cheated, but. Didn't say I couldn't. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> first of all. Okay. How many women have played an event on the PGA tour? Um, trying to think. I know Annika did, right? So I would say there's got to be one more. So two. It's four. Ooh, four. Okay. And how many of those have made the cut to play in the weekend? And who was it, if you know? Um, would it be one? Was it Annika? It was Babe Zaharias, oh, but okay. it was Going one. Back. Yep. Yeah. What's the oldest golf yep. course in the world? Um, it's not St. Andrews. Is it? It's over. I'm trying to think. Is it one? It's not in the open rotation, right? Come on, you're like out of frame oh, right sorry. here. Um. You, you gotta have a time limit because otherwise we're just gonna listen the, to the, you the, say, um, the whole time. Musselburg links in Scotland. Okay, I was thinking of some other. How many times did Arnie win on the PGA Tour? Mm, Seventy-two. Sixty-two. How many aces have been made at the players on the Seventeenth Island Green? Three. <laughs> Nine. Some of these are hard. I know, like, these are very. I mean, unless you look at them specifically. Where did the word caddy come from? Um, does it come from, well, I know caddy can be something that helps you. Like if you're carrying something that carries no. your drinks, the French word for student, which is cadet cadet. Okay. That makes sense. That's right up your alley on things. You, I know. you would want to know. Fun fact. Don't no, peek. I didn't, I didn't don't ta- peek. I didn't take French. 
You're peeking. No, I'm not. What is the only other sport to have been played on the moon besides golf? Um, you should know this. Baseball. What? They hit a baseball. No, they threw a javelin. An oh, astronaut threw a javelin okay. on Apollo 14. You I know they also that. dropped a hammer. Just to see is, if is th is that a sport? Could now? be. Could be. Could be an Oh my sport. god. Who has the record for the most Masters wins? Uh. Is it Damn, Arnold? you is are there, so I know. bad. It's very obscure. Or is it Arnold? Jack. With six, right? Yeah. Okay. I was there you go. I was trying to see if it was him or who was the only US president to have been a member at Augusta National? I actually knew this one somehow. President. Wasn't Dwight Eisenhower? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. He was a huge golfer. Tiger is eleven and one in playoffs. His only loss came to. Was it Y.E. Yang? No, he that wasn't the PGA. Um, I'm not sure. Billy Mayfair. Billy Mayfair. When was that? that before? I, don't, I don't know. That wasn't part of the question. Okay, whatever. Which country has the most golf courses per capita in the world? Japan? No. Uh, the U.S.? Scotland. Okay. Prior to 2016, when was the last time golf was in the Olympics? Um, was it... I'm trying to think of which one. 1904? Yep. How old was Tiger when he got his first hole-in-one? Uh, probably earlier than 10. Mm -hmm. Nine. Eight. Oh. Where did Arnie go to college? Mm, somewhere in Pennsylvania, right? No. Is he from Pennsylvania? Well, that doesn't mean he went to college there. Was it? It wasn't in Pennsylvania? No. Don't know. Wake Forest. Okay. Who has the most PGA Tour wins without ever winning a major? Mm. I didn't know this. Without winning a major. And he's, does he have a major? No. Harry Cooper with 31 okay. wins on tour. That was probably that was a tough early one. 20th century. Yeah. But yeah. Only four people in history have made an albatross at the Masters. Can you name one of them? Four people in history. Um, I'm trying to think of the highlights. I did see one on two. Somebody who's been playing really good lately. Paul Casey. What? No! <laughs> Louis Ustazen was okay, the most recent yeah. one in 2012. Might, might have been on hole two. I remember one there. Of the four majors, which trophy is the heaviest? Well, I'm going to guess the Masters, either the Masters or the PGA. Not. Clara Jug is over five pounds. Really? Clara Jug is I was heaviest. thinking the Masters, the, the trophy they give at the clubhouse. It's apparently like pretty thin metal. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Who has the most victories of all time on any professional tour? I knew this one too. Worldwide win. Ernie? Else? Think broader. Think women. Oh. Kathy Whitworth. Kathy Whitworth. With yeah, 88. I, mean, I played wow. in her AJGA event um, all the time in Texas. And so I knew a lot about her. We met her several times. She's hmm. a baddie. Cool. 22 players have won more than 25 PGA Tour events. All are Americans except one. Who is it? 25 PGA Tour events. I would say... Mm. BJ Singh. BJ, okay. 
what's Fiji. The, what's the largest winning margin of Tiger's career? Was it the, the U.S. Open was 12, right? Was, I bet he won a tour event by, what was that? 14? 15. <sighs> Let's see. Um, mm. Two more. Who was Jack Nis- Nicholas's coach? Um, his father. No, no, he wasn't. Jack Grout. Remember the name Grout? I think I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Was that his swing coach's whole career? I think so. Wow. And then who was the first golfer to successfully defend his master's title? Faldo? Nicholas. Jack. Okay. Honestly, I think you did pretty good. Weren't those Those were tough. Those are tough. Those are hard. Yeah. Definitely tougher than asking who won the 2013 Masters. Masters. Well, who won? Adam Scott. There we go. (laughs) Well, guys, 12 minutes, almost 13 minutes. I hope you guys had super fun with us doing that trivia. Let me know how you did. If you got to answer before Connor did, if you got to answer, yeah, take the quiz at home. Let us know what you, how you did. Um, But I hope you guys have a great Friday and have fun watching the Olympics. The final round of the Mm -hmm. women will be overnight on Friday. Um, I know y'all will be up and partying. So when you get home, turn on the TV and hopefully watch Nelly Corda win that gold medal. But right. thanks for joining me yeah, today. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for having this me. This is his first podcast. So if he Love wasn't it. talking loud enough, we need to train him a little yep. bit. But we're doing great. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. We He's off to play golf. Oh, yeah. I'm going to keep working to make the money in our relationship, apparently. Sure, sure. And um, he's going to go sling him at, uh, where are you playing again? Hawks Landing here in Orlando, kind of close to Disney. There you so, go. Yeah. Well, it's it's about 150,000 degrees outside, so I oh, hope you have fun with gonna that. It's going to be a grind. It's going to be a fun weekend. I hope you guys have a great one. Thanks for watching. Cheers, and make it a great day. I just want to interrupt this interview real quick and give a shout-out to my friends over at Encore Golf. Encore provides some of the most cutting-edge technology in a golf ball that I have ever seen. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is changing the script of golf technology through their perimeter-weighted designs, which offer players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course. With their award-winning Elixir and Avant 55 golf balls, they are transforming the game for players of all skill levels. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game. Now back to the Stripe Show.